0: Now, I would like you to notice that in the plurals of the masculine and feminine, hoy and hi, let me put that up right here. Hoy and hi. The only difference between them and the definite article is accent. These all have the inside-outside accenting pattern. Hoi, hone, hois, hoos. Hai, hone, heis, haas. But look at this. This looks darn close. You know, it's just a matter of accent. That is a second sneeze today. I don't know if that's allowed. All right. Yes, I can see that. Now let's go to the singulars. Let's go to the singulars. Hey, which is the feminine singular article, is the same as hey, which is the relative pronoun. Now I find it interesting, and this probably indicates, um, oh, I don't know, just force of usage or something, that the same thing is not true of the masculine. The masculine relative pronoun is hoss, but the article is haw, not hoss. article is not hoss. It is haw. And probably just to distinguish the uh, uh, various things in terms of usage. So let me put a line through this here. I mean, that's not an option. That does not happen. So let's look at those forms, please, on page 105 once again. They Go like the adjective, or more properly, like autos. Or like the article. It's like the article without tau, except for the hoss business at the beginning there. All right? Now, we've got the same issue. Please listen to this carefully now. We've got the same issue with the relative pronoun that we had with the personal pronoun. Namely, Two things. Number one, don't look at the book here at this point. Number one, you've got the issue of gender between the languages. And two, you've got the issue of case after prepositions. So let me illustrate these with the middle board. Let's take this, the house which I bought is small. Ha'oikas. And now we're gonna have a relative pronoun here. Agorasa, which I bought. Mikros Estin is small. Okay now. What is the relative pronoun that I'm going to put in there? The house, now we say in English, the house which I bought or that I bought is small. Yes, Josh. No, it's not huss because huss would be a nominative, but I bought it. See, so what is it? Hun, hun. Now, why isn't it "ha," which is a neuter? Because we say the house which I bought. But why is that wrong? Exactly. Oikos is masculine in Greek. So what we are doing is we are matching this up. In gender and in number. But, uh, Josh, not necessarily in case, because this needs accusative since I bought it. Greek is literally saying, Greek is literally saying, the house whom I bought. It's literally saying that, the house whom I bought, because it's masculine. Right, right. Right, the right the gender and number of the relative pronoun is like a big arrow pointing back to which person or whatever in the sentence. Now you still have to deal with the case itch issue, all right? That's how it's getting used only in its own clause, all right? Now, uh, how about this? Supposing you wanted to say. Um, I know the church out of which you came. Genosco. I know the church. X. And now we're going to have the thing. You came. I know the church out of which you came. Well, out of which is accusative for us, but ek or ex takes what? The genitive. Hase. Why? Because ek demands the genitive. Notice, I actually am saying kind of, out of whom you came, because church is feminine. For us, church is neuter. Church is feminine. So it's, it's actually almost, it's looking like this. Out of whose you came. That's what it looks like. Out of whose you came. Thus, now would you turn please to page 106. 106. Now you will notice that, and now the uh, dynamic duo is going to have to make sure that those translations that are given at the top above number three put parentheses around all of those, those meanings. They should have, because we've got exactly. <coughs> um, Uh, We've got exactly the same issue as we had with the relative pronoun, namely, the accusative might be whom, (laughs) not if it's house, then it's which. So, you can't can't tell. And then, you've also got the issue of the genitive might mean whose, not after a prepositional phrase though, not after a preposition that requires the genitive, then it's from which or something like that. So these are only sort of approximations of translations. That's all they are. They're just approximations of translations. Now, um, I've got one more thing to tell you, but how are we doing so far on this? Any questions specifically? Like English, omits the antecedent of a relative pronoun. If that antecedent is a thing, you two guys take out the word abstract, a thing, a man, or a woman in the abstract. So take a look at example nine on the right side of the page. Ho anthropos blepi me Let me put that up here on the middle board. Ha anthropos hos blepai me, and then it's die, right? die. Okay. Now, the man who sees me will be saved. What Greek does, and this is this relates to the thing you were talking about is, in general, it doesn't need to put these generalized statements in the sentence, because they can be reflected by the gender and the number of the adjective, the article, the relative pronoun. So what you're likely to see is this. Literally, literalistically, who sees me will be saved, i.e., he who, the guy who, the one who, he who. Well, that's what uh, I realize. It's amusing, Kevin, Keffy, but uh, uh, that is what um, the King James would have. He who does this. This is the way that's done, namely. You're omitting the generic expression of man, woman, or thing. Now look at example eight. And look at the right side of the page first. I see tuta, this thing which you saw. Now look at the left side. I see what you saw. Literally, I see which you saw. Now. In English, we do the same thing. Can you see what I see? Same idea. Can you see what I see? Can you see the thing which I see? Greek is doing the identical thing there. And in this case, the tuta, the generalize this thing, drops out, and you just have the relative pronoun. Haw. So you know that you don't use that to mean like boats or something like that. It's got to be the thing which what? I see what you are doing would be haw. So particularly common and um, tricky, let us say, is example nine. This is the one that fogs people if they're not aware of it. Where all of a sudden you have, who sees me will be saved? That's not who asking a question. Interrogative, who's different. We get that in seven chapters. This is the guy who. What, uh, Steve, what would it be if instead of this, I had done this? The woman who, she who sees me. Yeah, exactly. Right, right. So this is, well, I have to be a, a, um, a grave. Yeah, but you need the accent in there. You need the accent in there, right. Do they do that like, in, like when you're writing a paper and you name the subject, you know what you're talking about, then just to make it shorter, you put in he or he? No, remember, they will just use the verb because it will just pick up he with the verb. But this is whoever he who or she who yeah the people who people People who see me will be saved yeah hoy the people who see me will be saved sure okay now there are two there are two um, uh, well. Uh, No, no, in terms of error. There is uh, an important error on 107, and this should be on the tape because if there are some people who are using an older printing, there's just a gross printing error in example 13 at the foot of the page, and that is whoever did the Greek must have just kind of carried over the previous sentence and they forgot to change the last word oiko to oikon because it's accusative. That should be ton oikon. Yeah, but the older printing, the older printing doesn't. And then uh, a couple of errors on one o nine. A couple of errors on one o nine. In exercise D two, the older printing has apostles, but that should be singular apostle on 109, D2, in the explanation. And then in the practice sentence E1, sentence C, the third word, ethaumasan, there's an extra sigma in there. That should be taken out. Okay, uh, now in the next edition, I'm going to change, would you all now please turn to page 110? I want to expand I want to expand the 1 Corinthians passage and I want it to go not only 1 Corinthians 15, 1, keep that same stuff there but take it to verse 2a so it should be 1 to 2a all the way to so zest that. So go that far. There was kind of no reason to stop. That's it's a kind of a good complete sense. Mm-hmm. Now with F P the situation is a little bit more uh, complex because F P is a lot more general and. Um, I'm going to have to illustrate this by going out of camera range here just for a second. But this is here. I am at the door right here. Here I am beside the door. Now, I'm also at the door here as well. But just more generally, if I say, look, I'll be standing at the door handing out the handouts when you leave, I could be here, I could be here, I could be here it doesn't really make any difference at is general enough but if I say I'll be standing beside the door handing out the things you would expect me to be standing here or here you would not be expecting me to stand here and yet this is at the door as well so it's a lot more general that is that is a p plus the dative now in a P plus The accusative, it is on, such as, the weasel fell onto the table. That is a P plus the dative. It also has the meaning, which is in your book, it also has the meaning like a long over. So in other words, the weasel slid on his face over the table. Just a minute, I caught that. Okay? So that would be a P plus the accusative. Jesus, when it says in the Gospels that Jesus walked on the lake, it's a P plus the accusative, which means he wa- no he wasn't on his face, which, which, which means that he was walking over the waters. See? Going along over the top of the waters. So you might say, epi plus the accusative is the, to use a phrase you would be familiar with, concomitant of para plus the accusative. That is to say, with para plus the accusative, you are going to the side of or moving along the side of. With a P plus the accusative, you are going on to or moving over. See? So it's that same thing. Then a P plus the dative is at, and then a P plus the genitive really is a kind of a catch all. On, the weasel is sitting on the table. Or, the weasel is in the presence of a P plus the genitive, Samuel. More to the point, Samuel is in the presence of the weasel. (laughs) And uh, you could also say, during the time of. During, well, uh, during the day. During the day, in the time of the day, as opposed to during the night, would be F. It's during the day. So uh, at the time of the day, or at the time of Herod, at the time of Pilate, Jesus was crucified at the time of Pilate, Pontius Pilate. You could say or do we say in. You could say in, in the time of Pontius Pilate. Yeah. Yes. And in native, you next to. Next to, yes. Yeah, it's moving away from the side and then receiving something from somebody is not a paw. It's para. So I got the flashcards from James, he hands them to me, that's para.